I suppose you first want to know how I stumbled into my unusual career shift. Well, first, let me say, I was really, really broke. I mean, like, skip breakfast, ramen noodle lunch, mayonnaise sandwich dinner broke. I'd been unemployed for two weeks after the incident with Austin. And one day, the phone rings. Hello, Cassidy. Is this a good time to talk about a job opportunity? Oh, completely. Um, I just... Uh, well, let me get my stuff organized here. Uh, I'm sorry. Remind me who you are again. Are you the guy from Taco Bell, or...? I'm neither. I'm calling about an opportunity in phone work. Oh, sure, I can do that. Uh, so do you want to set up an interview, or...? Uh... Uh, no need. We'll just get you started with your first assignment here. I'm sorry? Yes, we're ready to start you now. Don't you need stuff from me? Such as... My work history and whatnot? Uh, we have it. I don't remember sending my resume out. Let's just say we've done our homework on you. And you know my work history? Every word. Are you sure? Your most recent employment consisted of a year and a half at Stevenson Call Center while simultaneously giving flute lessons at the Downtown Center for the Arts. Before that, you held down call center work for Anderson Temps and Midwest Lighting and Power at an hourly salary that began at $11.50 and ended at $14.75 plus commissions. You played second chair flute with the Midtown Orchestra on Thursday nights, and you also played for tips with the Joy Spring Jazz Trio at Breck Brothers Coffee Shop. Wait, how do you know that? Before that, you were a cashier at Cinnabons at the Sierra Midtown Mall. This is getting creepy. Oh, I've got more. Uh, at 13, you made $8 at a lemonade stand with your little sister, Emily. And a year earlier, you made a combined total of $73.12 babysitting during the summer for the Watsons next door. You also babysat for the Nelsons, making $12 and a free cupcake, but you didn't return after you found that weird thing under their bed. I don't think this could possibly get any creepier. You're right. Uh, we should just get on with things. Now, to start you out with your training here, we'll just, uh... So, you wouldn't mind if I ask a few questions? Questions about... Like, who you are and how you could possibly know that much about me? I suppose so. Alright, so you can call me Max, and uh, you may think of me as a representative of a manufacturing company. And you are manufacturing what? Everything. I don't know what that means. It means we created every single thing in existence, including yourself, your surroundings, all life, human and otherwise, all matter, all antimatter, all dark matter, all space. Everything that has ever existed in what you naively and adorably refer to as the known universe is a product of our simulated existence software. Does that clarify things? So, you're like God? No, we're like software developers, and the software we developed is the universe. Well, more precisely, your universe. Our universe was here already, of course, but everything 
you believe to exist is actually an illusion created by our software, as are you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it gets confusing, which is why we should perhaps move on to your first assignment now. I'm sorry, assuming that what you've just told me makes any sense, what job do you need me for? Let's put it this way, we need somebody with your background to help us correct flaws in our software system. You see, sometimes we create individuals who threaten to significantly alter and perhaps even permanently eliminate all life we've worked so hard to create, and we need you to delete them, if you will. Wait, you mean kill them? You need me to kill people? In a manner of speaking, yes. Okay, this is either the weirdest prank call ever, or it... Okay, so you're gonna force me to go there, huh? Alright, look into your wallet. Excuse me? Take out your wallet and tell me how much you have in it. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna broke Shane now. Look, I get it. I am broke and I really need a job, and that's why I have nothing but a... A $500 bill? Seriously, I didn't even know that was a thing. It is, and you're welcome. Okay, what is this? Well, you could think of it as a down payment for future services rendered, and you could also think of it as proof that this isn't the weirdest prank you've ever endured. Okay. So you're a representative from a software company, and you want to hire me as an assassin. That's correct. Why me? You see, the deletions you'll be performing will be carried out over the phone, and for that we'll need somebody skilled at getting through to people over the phone, something you've proven yourself very capable of after years of successful phone work. And that's it? I'm good at selling light bulbs to the elderly, and that's why you want me to kill for money? Yeah, it's a big part of it, yes. What's the other part? Well, Cassidy, when I said we've done our homework on you, that includes everything. What does everything mean? It means everything, including the incident with your previous employer, Austin. Jesus. God. Look. Look, you don't understand. Actually, we do understand, Cassidy. We know exactly why you did what you did, and let me assure you, the people you'll be deleting are bad, bad people who have it coming just like Austin. We know this is something you're capable of doing, and we know you need the money. So, if we're all ready, we can just begin with your training. Episode 1 of Cosmic Deletions starred Ali Humphrey and David Cobb. Check out a sample of episode 2. Her name is Hygienia Lee Sweetwater. Well, tickle my toes and call me a Quaker. 
she's an international arms dealer. It's estimated that she sold arms to nearly half of the world's most destructive terrorist groups. Hi, Jeannie. Liz, do you deck furniture? Honey, what matter of weaponry would you be looking for this morning? Um, 